Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by Amazon Web Services. Do you need web hosting or database services? Probably not. That's a very small slice of the population that even know what those things are. Let alone would be interested in purchasing them. But the check cleared, so thanks Amazon. Thanks for listening to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. Chris Seamer is back. Chris Chris Seamer did the third episode of the podcast. Uh, And then he actually told me this story before we recorded the podcast. And I thought, you know, this is a comedy podcast. We can't tell stories that mean something. But uh, as the show got less funny, I told Chris... Hey, you know what? Maybe it'll be appropriate to tell that really great story you have about your transformation. And he's back. I'm not going to tell anything more about this. Thanks for coming to Smash Cut. If you came to Smash Cut, the comedy game show at the Woodward Theater last Friday. We needed you. You came. You showed up. We love you. Leave me an iTunes review, man. Get back on that. It takes no time. You love me. Yeah, let's do Okay, let's like get into it, man. Let's let's talk about let's talk about it, dude. <laughs> you this was like if I remember from last time, this mm-hmm. was like your you were like in love with this girl hardcore. I never really thought of you as like a real like sentimental like lovey-dovey dude. Sure. But when you described it to me, I was like, "Oh man, you were like my wife, you mean?" Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, I think you got to be in love with someone to marry. <laughs> well, I didn't even know. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know you were ma- you'd yeah. been married. Yeah, my, it's just... a lot of my older bits that I've been doing for a long time talk about that and you know, it's like that big chunk. It's not like you see me work that out at open mics. I mean, I'm pretty felt pretty far past it now yeah but it's still you know it's still there yeah man it's shaped who i am i mean it was certainly uh you know everybody goes through breakups and shit like that and and even divorce is not that uncommon but the way it went down was certainly traumatic i guess is the way to look at it dude yeah i couldn't be any more yeah yeah all right so like where did you where did you meet this girl tell us like okay get us like to your wedding you know what i mean okay yeah i'll um Let's see here. Okay, so this is a person that I had worked with at a job, you know, a decade ago, a long okay. time ago. Um, and, you know, never really thought of her as, like, someone that I would want to be with or anything like that. Okay. Uh, she was kind of a nerd from where I was sitting. She was kind of a dorky girl. Okay. But she was cute, and she was a, a, a sweet enough girl. And then she had her, and I always used to tease her. She was getting with some uh, some guy that she got engaged to. And I always told her that guy was a bit of a chump. And I didn't even know him, really. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really have anything to base it on. But Were you into her at not all? Not really. You are just like nah. busting chops. Sure, Calling sure. people chumps. For the most part, yeah. 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 I thought pretty highly of myself back in those days. Did you? Oh, yeah, Do man. Do you now? Not at all. Oh, interesting. <laughs> sure, man. That's life. It kicks you in the balls enough times, and you, you kind of get your ego checked. How did you think of yourself? Over. Now or then? Then. Well, I mean, I thought the world the world was my oyster, and it would always, you know, at some point it would it would get real great and real easy, and money would be everywhere, and you know, I'd be as happy as a clam. But uh, it didn't it didn't quite go that way. You, you know, weren't you doing through, well. I think the more you know, you get through a lot of it for me at least. It comes back to like relationships, either and not even always with with girls but like even with friends where it ends horribly or something like that people say nasty things and do nasty things and betray your trust and all of a sudden you're like well i guess i'm not as good as i thought because i couldn't keep this person's attention or yeah, their friendship or whatever right so it's like well what what is wrong with me and that's how I, that's how i've always you know and it really shouldn't be that way i know that's not healthy part of the healthiest thing is well what's wrong with them that they couldn't accept me for but but it's not right it. you know that's I, I think at least me it's always inward what did i do wrong and it's really the world that i live in yeah man that's so, not where your brain naturally goes to mm-hmm. is to be like i'm great i know i'm great it's something wrong with them it's the thing is like and it's the loss of control when someone like you said in any relationship when yeah. they decide 
I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. It's the sense of like, oh, I'm out of control. Yeah. I may, you, like you said, you probably, you thought you were great, but you're like, oh shit, I just lost that. Well, it wasn't, I mean, it's not like I hadn't had my ego check before that, right. but like, you know, uh, when I, that was when I met her, mind you. Now we didn't start even dating until years and years after that. Okay. Um, so fast forward like two or three years, um, I had just gotten broken up with by another lady who I, I was really into that one went that one was uh that one was bad too i think you told me about that one i don't know man there's a lot yeah <laughs> Joe. i know this one was a girl that i that I really cared about and um oh man um, i don't um, want to yeah it's, it's okay i mean it's, it's not it's not like i'm not over this person it's just right. like it's hard to talk about certain things right they actually got this girl pregnant and yeah. thought well here it is this is where this is who i'll be with and no, she was uh, not into that at all, and she had an abortion. So, and that was something yeah. else. I was no control, you know. And, which, you know, looking back on it, it's probably I, I, you know we wouldn't have been good together. But you know, it's uh, that's a hard thing to admit that you're even a part of. Whether you what do you believe in what it, whether it's uh, lawful or not, right. that's just a hard reality to live in. Oh you yeah, know? you know. And then it, it doesn't. You know, I'm, I'm okay, but it's weird. It sure is weird. Yeah, no, I mean that was that's what I was talking about. I didn't want to bring it up unless no, you were okay. going to bring yeah. it up. But <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, yeah, it's not something that uh, I talk about a lot. Yeah, but uh, it is part of my my reality. So when that all went south, um, this girl just contacts me out of nowhere. Okay, the girl that would that would be my. You weren't working my, together anymore. Hmm, not okay. at all. And uh, she had just gotten out of that relationship with that guy that I told her was a chump. I, I turned out I was right, but uh, <laughs> we're all chumps, though. Like, that's exactly yeah. right. Ain't it the fucking truth? Mm-hmm. So uh, we, you know, we started dating, and everything's kind of moved fast. You know what I mean? She was a really, she was a good girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a really nice girl. People, you know, uh, pretty girl. I, I don't know like, all the good things, right? Yeah. On the surface, okay. Um, but we were certainly probably not compatible in any way How so? that really made sense. I mean, she was, I don't really She's know. too nerdy or what? No. I mean, yeah, I'm too cool for school. No, or it's yeah, not, that. You know it's saying, not no. that at all. It was just, uh, we didn't have similar interests and, and uh, ultimately that, that'll do it to you. Yeah. You know, typically, um, you know, a couple, if you, if you remain together, you, you everybody grows, right? So typically you mm-hmm. kind of grow, hopefully, the couples that stay together grow like in a parallel line right right couples that don't stay together grow apart uh ultimately what you really want is is, is a couple is to grow closer to each other towards each other it's 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 a it's all work you know it's yeah. all work and what, how, what kind of work are you willing to put in um so again you know i was very young and all this um uh we got then we started we, we moved in together um you know then we got a house together and then you know things are just moving along at that were pace. any like part of you like at that point all right you buy a house together how long in is that um we must have been together at that point like two and a half years well what part of you or two years the part of you that knows you don't have similar interest and like that is like a point of con well not contention but a thing that you're aware of and you know you might be yeah growing apart is that occurring to you while you're at that point now no No, i mean you know i I don't think so i mean it's hard to even remember where my head was at a lot of you know a lot of points because i'm so far removed from it right yeah um if you can think about i don't know if you've been if you can think about like um like that divorce was Mm -hmm. like the big bang in my life where like i don't even really think about before that so much anymore because really a lot of, you know, the life I live now was born after that, you know, stand up and, and the people that I hang around with now that are close to me, that's all you know, pretty much after that. There's, I certainly have friends that I've been friends with forever, but, um, you know, the, the, I mean, there's no one in my life really daily that's connected to that old life. So you really, this it was a transforming moment. Sure. Yeah. You did sure. tell me about this, mm-hmm. that it was just, well, it's going to have to be. Whether you like it or not, it's going to transform you because it's just, it's going to reshape how you look at, at the world. And, all you know, right. where all this was going at the exact pace that you think it should, right? How society tells you how things are supposed to go, right? Yeah. So we're dating, we're falling in love, we're getting, we got a house now, okay, now we're going to get married. And, and uh, uh, that, you know, that only lasted, really, we were only married two and a half years. So, you know, the joke I do on the stage is, you know, when you think, we all know the, the deal when you get married, it's till death do you part, right? And we, yeah. We made it two and a half years and we're apart. Now, why isn't she dead? I want answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, 
that ended after about two and a half years, but the way it went down was the, was really the traumatic piece, right? That's the, that's the piece that everybody wants to hear about. So while, uh, while we were courting <laughs> or dating yeah. or whatever, you know, the beginning of our relationship, um, I had these friends that I'd been friends with my whole life, uh-huh. you know, uh, all through high school, not my whole life, obviously, but you know, 15 years at that point. Yeah. Uh, the, the best, por- the biggest portion of my life at that point. Right. Yeah. So, um, these guys were, you know, they were my inner circle. You know, the guys that I always hung out with and always did everything with. Um, probably one and, and, and one more than others, you know. So then, uh, obviously, you know, I want all these people to be close with, with my girl, right? Yeah. I want everybody to... I got that image in my head of, you know, uh, having the the house next to your best friend. And, you know, everybody gets along. Everybody loves each other. And yeah. Then, and shit just doesn't... I don't know, man. People can't be trusted. I mean, yeah, this was what you wanted. This is what you saw just growing old with your buddies. Sure. And okay. So you bring your, you know, you get your buddies to know your girl. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, I'm setting, I'm, I'm setting them up for lunches, you know, to hang out on their own and stuff like that. It's like, Oh really? Yeah. Because I wanted to be close. I want us all to be, you know, be tight. And I trusted these people. Yeah. And I trusted this guy. I, I mean, I, I, and this guy, especially I'd been this, me and him have been close friends for years at that point. Okay. So I inherently trusted him with my life and everything that was in it, right? One guy, this one of your friends in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Who would, who you know, ultimately would be the guy that she would leave me for. Right. So, um, turned, I mean, it was just that, that snake in the grass kind of a person. Like, he's a shit person. But you didn't, were there any signs of him being a snake in the grass? Well, I mean, I didn't see him at first. I didn't see the signs at first, but they they were there. Like he had done this kind of thing before. Like he was always after somebody who was uh, in a relationship, or you know, that was damaged in some way, or whatever. You know, like he had to be the the savior prince. And uh, so I'd seen him do that with other girls. You know, it's like, don't you go? Won't you ever go after a girl that's available? Maybe right. Well, stop being a weird creep. So. But you didn't, you didn't, you just weren't, you weren't like, not me. Not me. That's my boy. Yeah. Okay. I'm his boy. Right. Why would he, he would never do that to me. Right. Well, um, come to like, it would have been the, the Thanksgiving before she, we, we split up in like a February, the Thanksgiving before that, um, it was, it was one of my buddy's birthday and we went all went down to Louisville mm-hmm. down at that, uh, fourth street live and had a hotel right down the street and. Fourth Street Live stays open to like four in the morning. Yeah, and you can just get seven layers of drunk. I mean, it is yeah. bad news bears. You can't. Ugh. It was like twenty dollars all you could drink, and I drank all I could to the point where I literally. You can drink a lot too. You've seen it. Yeah, you've seen it. Mm-hmm. I drank so much to the point that I literally passed out on the sidewalk walking back to the hotel. Like I blacked out, went okay. down. A homeless person had to help carry me back to the hotel with my buddy whose birthday it was. All the while this is happening, apparently, my wife is making out with this guy in the street. I didn't know, obviously. Wait, did you say you were broken up at the time, though? No, 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 no. We were married. Okay, the break, the, the February breakup is, is... Yeah, this was before that, it. that okay. Thanksgiving, before that, and so you're... a few months. Okay. So I'm blacked out, and they're, everybody's drunk, but they let themselves go, and then they started making out in the street while I'm blacked out getting carried down the street by a fucking homeless man. Now, listen... It's not lost on me that I got maniacally drunk and shouldn't have like that. I mean, I usually should never get to the point yeah. where I'm passed out on the street. But that's no, that's no reason for that to happen either, though. No. But everybody was. I get everybody, get, you know, get drunk and you make bad decisions. That happens. But that's why I don't fucking trust you, know, piece of shit guys, yeah. around my girls anymore. I mean, and it's like, you know, you know, I have a, a girlfriend now yeah. that I care very greatly about, and you know, it's not like I don't trust her. I trust her absolutely. But I don't trust all these other pieces of shit around you. You know, I don't, I I don't, I just don't. And I won't. Well, you don't, okay, you don't blame your ex-wife? Sure I do. Sure I do. But I mean, I know that all of this had happened over like a course of time. Like, listen, I'm not going to say that I didn't make mistakes as a husband. You know, I was learning to be a husband. I wasn't a husband very long. So I, I get that I didn't do everything right. But, you know, it's all about learning each other and, and checking each other. You know what I mean? It's this, a relationship is like, uh, it's like a child. It has to be shown boundaries. Yeah. But, you know, what if you, your child, you know, messes up and 
I don't know, does something wild in Walmart. It doesn't mean you go home and drop them in a boiling bath of water. You let them know that's not okay, right? So what, what's the what's the throwing a fit in Walmart comparison? So I mean, like, if, if so, I say a relationship is like a child. It has yeah. to be shown boundaries, meaning that you let the child know when they've done something wrong, right? Okay. So if a relationship, if if one of the parties does something to really bother the other the other party, then you let that person know. Yeah. It's all trust. It's all love, right? Do you want to work on this or not? So if you do love each other and the relationship is good, then you let that person know, hey, I don't like when you do this. I can't stand when you do Or it's like this won't work if this is how you're going to behave. Yeah. You know, you don't, but you don't just say, I'm done. I'm out. Unless, you know, it, 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 I mean, if you are going to do that, then obviously it's just not a relationship worth having. Right. You need so, to make that decision whether mm-hmm. you want to just say I'm done or you yeah. want to put time yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, I, I, I get that I wasn't a perfect husband, but, um, you know, Still, that's not, right. dude. I mean, that's everyone. Okay get, everyone always comes on the podcast and they say, "Oh, I know. Well, I did things wrong too." We all understand that, but I think, mm-hmm. obviously, man, what happened to you was like infidelity is. It's different, dude. It is. You know. It is, and it's. You know this. this she could have cheated on me with any person in the world, and it wouldn't have had the same effect as her choosing like my best friend, you know, the guy that I spent all my time with. Yeah. Talked about everything with, you know, when that, that day came, I didn't just lose my wife. I lost every, like, yeah, I mean, I lost, I didn't have a place to stay anymore. <laughs> so let me just tell you how yeah, I how found this, this go out, down. Right? Yeah, this is. So that's, that's probably where we need to start. So I come home from work. I mean, things were getting a little tense. So I, okay. So we get home from that Thanksgiving trip and she yeah. tells me, you know, I, listen, I, I made out with. I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of saying their names on they this don't. thing. You know what I mean? I just don't, not that I'm protecting their identity. It's just, they don't, they don't deserve any more airplay in my life. Yeah, man. Or that's really where I'm at. Ultimately where we get to the end of this thing, that's where I'm at. So yeah. this is all coming from not even a place of hate anymore. Right. It is what it is. And I'm certainly, I'll, I'll tell you now, I'm living the best version of my life I've ever lived. So yeah. I'm thankful for it. For yeah. My we'll, life. we'll get there. Oh, we certainly will. Yeah. We'll talk about but it. Let's go through the sludge first. Yeah. Right? So, Things were like, it was weird. It was like a couple of days where, you know, and obviously I, so she tells me that they made out and I'm like, okay, well that really sucks. Like I, I, I don't know how to process that. No. I'm not going to leave you over that. And I'm not going to not be his friend over that. So what I did is I actually, I dropped it. I let it go. Okay. I said, you know, do you do, do you want to be with him? She said, no, of course not. You know, blah, blah, blah. I could never be with that person. That's what she said. I could never be with that person. Because she knew what, you know, anyway. She knew he was like a sly, whatever. Yeah, well, that he was like trying scoundrel. to be. Yeah, that he was trying to be in certain well, places. Well, she let him, though, dude. Right, right. And that was, you know, that's it. You know, for a person to cheat physically, I'm not saying that it's okay, and it's because it's not. But... I, I can understand some people. It's not me. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't really understand it. I guess it's not good. It's not. There's no excuse for it. But when, when someone emotionally lets someone in, there's no coming back from that. You know, there's, I really don't think there's really not. A, I don't think there's any way to 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 save whatever you have if you've already given your emotion to somebody else. I mean, that's that's a big deal. Yeah. And a lot of people. Now listen. A lot of people can't compartmentalize emotion from sex and, and then okay. some people can. So people are just different in that, re- in that regard. Yeah. Um, so fast forward a couple of months, I was like, no, yeah, just, just a couple of months. It was like January. And we, we went out to the bar and, um, ever since that day, it seemed like every time they were around each other, obviously I was like extra vigil or extra yeah. vigilant to watch I, I, them and yeah. what's going on here, what's going on here. And, it would bug me, obviously, when they'd be whispering shit to each other. Because I'm like, Cause what, the, what the fuck is this? Like, you, are you oh, kidding me? Man, like, this, this is your wife. This is my wife, my best friend. This, and it's, it's just, yeah, it's destroying my life. Well, I got an attitude about it. Like, you know, you, I'm, you can't, I can't keep looking around and seeing you two, like, huddled up in a corner whispering yeah, shit man. to each other. It makes me, in front of everybody? Come on, are you fucking kidding me? Right. It makes me look ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, a couple of days later, you know, things were just tense and you know, she was very distant. And I remember I came home from work on a Tuesday, plugged my cell phone in. She came in and she said, listen, we got to talk. 
I can't do this anymore. And I said, what do you mean? Like, you, know, you can't have tacos on Tuesday. What do you want to have? You want to go, you wanna yeah. go frishes? I can go frishes. So no, I can't be married to you anymore. And I was like, well, fuck me. So did, what, did you notice things in the relationship, like getting worse? Not really. Cause you know, like I said, I, I asked her, did you said someone, do you, are you not happy? Do you want to be with this person? No, 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 of course not. So not really. I mean, okay. Or, and, and if she was trying to tell me, then I wasn't. Then I wasn't hearing it. I guess there were good times. You were just like there were good times. There were bad. It was just a relationship. Exactly. Okay. But yeah, for the most part, I thought we were great. I thought we adored each other. Yeah. Looking back, like I say, I, I I can see how it didn't work and how it wouldn't have worked. I can get that. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so. She kicks me out and, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to go. And then she's like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, then I'll call the cops to get you out. Now, what? by the way, why was that? I don't know. I don't know. But she wanted me out that night. And by the way, you can't just do that. You can't just no. kick your husband or even your boyfriend. If you live together, you can't just say you're fucking out of here. Get your shit and get the hell out the door right now. Because they, I mean, you can't, that person gets mail there. That's their, that's their home too. Whose name was on the. Oh, it was all in her name. I mean, the house was bought by her and everything. Oh, it was. But still, okay. I mean, it's not, it's not like I didn't live there. My that yeah. was my address, you know. Right. But still, um, you know, when you're in that situation and there's hysterics involved, I mean, you kind of you're better off just to go. And at that point, she didn't tell you it wasn't. No, no. So here's how that went down. So okay. I'm like, okay, well, she's like, I think you need to go stay with your your family. Go stay with your mom. Go stay with your dad. And I'm like, no, you don't get to make those decisions for me now. I'm gonna go stay with my friends. All my friends live together in a house up the street. Yeah. So I go over there and I'm staying there for a couple of days. And one day, man, I had this like, it was like two days later and I had this clarity where I'm like, okay, I can see where we got to this point. I can see that I wasn't great. I can see that we're, you know, I've done things wrong, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So you feel like. So I'm like, I'm trying to turn a corner, right? I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can win this girl back if I just, you know, if I'm honest and, and, uh accepting of the mistakes that i've made okay so my mom comes over and she's like finally she's you know, i've got a little color in my face again at this point i've been sleeping i've been crying you're just depressed even, i'm yeah. fucked up yeah i mean literally i, I lost it's no bullshit mm-hmm. i lost 40 pounds in like two weeks yeah it's weird to look down and see like your toes again <sighs> hello bet. old friends yeah um still it's not, it's not from a good place right, man it's yeah. all <laughs> so um so my mom comes over and like she's and now she's got some hope too because she didn't want that for me either. But you know, so now she's okay. I'm gonna go take you and get some groceries. We we'll get some food in you now that it seems like you got, okay. Literally, we're going across town to get to go to the grocery store, and we end up in traffic, and we end up right behind my best buddy, who's heading to my house. But I'm texting him, and he's telling me he's still at work. So mom's like, "Dad, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that." I said, "I hope not too, but we gotta follow him." Yeah. Of course, he goes to my house, right? Yeah. So we go back to the to the house where I was staying, where he lives, and I made mom leave because I didn't want her to be there when he got home. Oh wait, he goes back to the not your wife's house, but right. Your... So so me and my mom leave, and she takes me back to the place where he lives and his house, and I okay where you're there. living too, though where I, where I'm staying okay, for a couple cool, days. Yeah. 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 All right. So she drops me off back there, and she's like, "I can't believe that." Blah 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 blah. And he's lying to you, telling you the work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so he gets, he comes home finally, and I make my mom leave. I don't want her to see what could happen. I don't know what's going to happen. So I don't, but I don't want my mom there for any of it. So, Wait, so, but he's, what are you assuming? Well, he's mean, not. At this he's point. lying to me about being there. So he's my best sketchy. friend. Like what so, is? This? Yeah. Okay. What's going on? And they've yeah. already had this little tryst. Yeah. Come on, right? Uh, okay. Got it. All right. Yep. It's like if I'm. You know, it's like you have a history with this person. Don't expect me to be okay when, you know, when it looks dicey on the front and I can, you know, I know what's been there before. Come on. Don't expect me not to know what's going on. Okay. So he comes home and I'm like, okay, worked late, huh? He's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, start talking to me because I know you were at my house tonight. Yeah. Just tell me what's going on. And he's. Well, yeah, yeah, I went over there because she called me crying her eyes out. I said, That's the, why, are you, why are you her savior? Okay. Well, I'm her friend. Too. No, 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 no. Stop fucking lying to me. Yeah. It's okay. I'm, I'm not, I'm done lying to you. I'm not going to lie to you anymore. You know, we're in love. We've been, 
we've been developing this this relationship over about the past year. So all this has been percolating between them while I'm still married. Think yeah. about that shit. I was paying for their courtship, right? Yeah. Right. So she, and at this time, my, my ex-wife had lost her job. So she's at home all the time, uh, feeling sorry for herself, sleeping until two in the afternoon, you know? Right. Not able to get a job because she sleeps until two in the fucking afternoon, obviously. Yeah. Um, feeling sorry for herself. And then that's, that's a, a bad place for any person to be in mentally. You're, you're fragile mentally and emotionally and you're yeah. very raw and you're very susceptible yeah, you're to whatever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't a good supporter in that moment. You know what I but mean? But you were also, su- you were supporting her financially. Sure. And you're out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I just don't want to see you like, be like, well, I wasn't this or that. Well, like, I mean, I, I, I really, if your partner is going through something like that, you really do. You need to be better than I was, obviously. I'll say that. So, but that's okay. That I know that. So I'll be that next time that I find myself in that situation. Yeah. You know, I'll be a better partner to, you know. Yeah, lesson learned. And sure. If there's something to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, all this time, you know, and she's going through this and all this time he's, you know, undermining everything that I say and telling her. And, oh, yeah, I can't believe he treated you like that. And, all, you know, that kind of shit. What Undermining me all the time. piece of shit, dude. Yeah, man. I see, I see this in other people in, in my life. Really? Yeah, yeah. You you can you know the signs that yeah. there's someone similar to this person? Yeah. yeah, he's out there. It's crazy, man. Uh-huh. So I'm not, uh, I'm vigilant, that's all. That's what I'll say about that. Yeah, you man. Know, I'm not gonna, of course you are. But I, like... Like you, like I said, I have a girlfriend now. I'm with Anna. I'm very, very happy with Anna. I'm mm-hmm. like beside myself. But I'm going to be very protective of that relationship. And like I said, it's not that I don't trust her, but I don't trust any any person that's that doesn't care about our relationship. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's paramount for me. It really is. I really want this to work, mm-hmm. you know, forever. So I don't want to uh, jeopardize that, and I certainly don't want anyone else to come in and 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 fill and just like undermine me and just talk shit about me because that relationships always have their ups and their downs and people are, are, are people we're humans we gotta love each other through our yeah. faults as well you're on the lookout for anyone that would um, take advantage of a situation you know what I mean where someone's yes. in a vulnerable position I'm on the lookout for anybody trying to take anything that I've that it, it, just not take I mean, it's, not, it's not like I own this or anything like that but I don't want anyone or anything uh, to jeopardize what I what I find to be very very important in my life. Yeah. So that's that's a it's an important relationship, and I don't want it to go anywhere. Yeah. So, um, going back to where we got where yeah. we you know, and that's what is that really? Uh, really, at its core, it's insecurity on my part, and I get that. And that's not that's like one of the most unattractive features in anybody, and I get that too. But what, it you is, think the behavior now that that behavior you just it described is, it's somewhat insecure. I get that. Because I, you know, I, cause I feel like you know I'm, I'm a good dude, but I'm nothing special. You know what I mean? And and, and my, I'm not I'm not any more special than than you or the next guy. I'm just me, and I'm and I love this person, so I'm going to try and be as good to them as I can, so that you know they feel the same way about me. Yeah, I know what you're saying, and I don't. Yeah, I mean, you can call it insecurity, you can call it whatever it is, but like I. Man, you just been hurt before, and you can't do it again. So you're gonna do whatever precautions you can take to make sure that shit doesn't happen again. Well, yeah, that is it. You know, because you trusted it. that person. You know, sure. I mean, that's the like, sure, dude. When your trust is, you, you like betrayed. You project that onto everyone yeah. else in your, the future. So it's, and there's no getting around that. You know, right, right. So I yeah, and it's, and certainly it's not like. It's anyone else's cross to bear, you know, just to be around me. They got to like deal with my, that maniacal side of me. And it's not that it's just, I just care. I care a lot. Yeah. I think the way you approach that is healthy. Well, I've certainly been mentally unhealthy before, so I'm trying to be more adult about things, but I think it's a mature way to handle it is all I'm saying. I appreciate that. I mean, I, I, you know, you never know how to handle any situation. Just try and react to it. As guttural as I can, you know, as 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 I'm as honest to myself as I can. This is how I'm feeling. This is how I'm going to react. Yeah, not always the best way to do go about things. Uh, I certainly don't want to have outbursts, but um, it's certainly possible. 
So this, so you know, now I'm staying with this person, and he's telling me that uh, you know we're in love, blah 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 blah, and we know people are going to hate us. Well, ultimately, what would what would ultimately happen? He moved out the next day of that house. Okay. Um, got an apartment down here across the levee, mm-hmm. uh, and he uh, like those those other friends at that house. I stayed there a few more days. Um, all of a sudden they were like talking about how they went and went over and hung out with the two of them. These other friends of mine went over and hung out with the other guy and my ex and my soon to be ex wife, my wife at the time. And I'm just like, so you guys are okay with this. Fuck that dude. So the next day, so the next day I packed up all of my shit while they weren't home and I drove to my dad's house and uh, lived with him for a couple of weeks. It wasn't long, too, because, I mean, I couldn't... You want to see someone get their shit together? Watch them move back at 30. Watch them move back home with their parents. They'll get right the fuck back out. (laughs) I mean, dude, that is so tough. I mean, it's come up before on the podcast, but that Mm -hmm. sense of, like, I lost... Everything. Everybody that... All my support structure was gone with the exception of my family, obviously. And I got closer with my family and, and built, I actually built individual relationships with my mom, my dad and my sister, because at that point my mom and dad were divorced. Yeah. Which, you know, that was a weird thing to navigate too. So I had this opportunity to really develop personal relationships, individual relationships with both of my parents and my sister. It was a good time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you needed them. Yeah. I needed them really, really, really bad. And, uh, you know, at that, that point in my life, you know, I, I kind of I was kind of uh, like I said, it's like it, that's really where this person in front of you was born was in that that whole portion of my life. It was kind of, uh, you know, it was kind of a Phoenix sort of thing because that my life burnt to the ground in that short, short span of time. Yeah. Um, but I got new friends. Um, what is I, that like? Rick? I mean, I got one question. Why? Why did your friends not take your side? You were in the, I mean, the way you described it to me, I'm like, you. Sure, certainly I'm giving you my side and right. how I see things. So maybe it's, maybe it's a little, it's certainly biased, I would say. Of course, say. yeah. Um, I can't really say what, you know, they, they probably didn't want to be involved. I don't know. It wasn't okay to me. Right. I haven't spoken to them people since. I really haven't spoken but two words to them at all. Yeah. And I don't need to. They clearly didn't care about me, right? My well being, because um, I was certainly, if if ever a time in my life when I was, you know, staring down the barrel of the gun, I was then I wasn't doing yeah. well. Um, so you're starting like you gotta start. It's really just starting from scratch because you don't know at sure. that point. You don't know who you are at that point. Everything you thought, the way you saw your future, I didn't see one. Well, it was. I was. I was there for a while. I was really about to check out. Yeah, man. And um, actually, yeah, I, I called that guy my best friend. He was my, the closest friend I had here. So my best friend was living out in L.A. That's that's not the guy that my that my ex wife lived for. That's right. my best buddy. He lived out in L.A. And he mm-hmm. he was my best man at my wedding. Um, and he really saved my life that day. He flew into Cincinnati, stayed with me for a couple of weeks. And took me back to L.A. with him. And that's where I did stand up for the first time. I didn't have anything to lose. I yeah. didn't have a thing to lose. I mean, what were the, what was the worst thing that could have happened? Were they going to boo me off stage? What the fuck do I care? Who cares? I don't have anything anymore. Yeah. Everything I have is in bags in my dad's basement. Yeah. I got nothing. And I didn't even take anything from the house. You know, what was I going to do with a bunch of fucking pots and pans from the wedding? <laughs> you know? yeah. I don't have a place anymore. So... Um, that's where all that, uh, you know, so I started stand up, uh, all those friends that I, you know, that, I, that were who I hung out with, they're gone. Right. And I, and in this time, um, this is something that we've, we've discussed personally, but this isn't something that I, that I guess a lot of, I don't know if people would find surprising about me, but I got a, a relationship with God out in that time because yeah. I was really, you know, that's not uncommon. When people's lives get turned upside down, they yeah, turn man. to a spiritual. Come to Jesus, dude. It, it is that. Yeah. It is that, and and uh, that is is. I'm very thankful for that, man. I, it's a tough road that I had to go down 
But like I said, I'm living the best version of my life right now. I'm happy. I'm real, real happy. Comedy is going well. Um, my life is going well. I mean, I just got a new job, making some making some extra scratch. And look yeah. at that. And it wasn't. And it was after my divorce. So I don't know that brought that brought anything. <laughs> Yeah, but it's hard. You don't. You know what I mean? Like you got you got that stuff now. Yeah. But at, it's that moment though where you hit that bottom point. Sure. And oh, some people find other things that aren't God and aren't stand up comedy. That's absolutely true. Is that rebuilding? <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing I was. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. you're absolutely right. Yeah. But when you're really down on your luck, you're gonna find out really who you are at your core. When did it start to feel better? When did you start to like, when you hit the bottom and then you, when did you start being like, you know what? My life isn't what I was expecting when I was younger, but it's turning into something good. Well, just different. You know, I don't know that there was an actual time, you know, I just stand up really helped to save my, my existence because that's Mm -hmm. all I did. That was my, Go to the bar, do stand up. Go to the bar, do stand up. Go to yeah. work, and that's you know that's it. That's all I did. Yeah. When I first started doing stand up, I did the every every mic, every opportunity I could because that was the only time I felt okay was for five minutes at a time on stage, and it's not like I was doing great. I was miserable. Yeah. But it good enough to keep me at it and keep me working hard, and that's what it was. It was hard work. It was going out. Every night to do stand-up in Cincinnati or in Dayton or in Lexington or in Indianapolis, wherever the fuck you can go. Yeah. It's not, I mean, I, I, I remember I got off work one day and drove to Muncie, Indiana, did five minutes and drove back home. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's whatever but to do this. And it sometimes, I, I mean, I, it, you know, I, I certainly, that was a really effervescent time, that hunger mm-hmm. just to constantly be out and be doing it. And there's resurgences of that as well, but... You know, it's now it's like I got to, I work, so I just got this new job as well. So I've, I've got a lot on my plate with that. But that's not any excuse to not be out there doing it. It's just that I don't, I do a lot of work now that isn't the open mic. So I'm, I'm actually getting some gigs and that's great. Yeah. Um, I just did the, you know, I didn't uh, go bananas a couple months ago. I just did the Funny Bone last, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think. And I got the Funny Bone in a couple of weeks and then go bananas in a, a week or two after that. So, man, I'm happier than hell. But all that, you know, it was all getting me to the next spot. And yeah. all, it, it was it was all burnt, it was all born from a place where it was like I have nothing else to do with my time. That's this what really it really feels great. Yeah. It really does feel uh, motivating that I mean, you, you know how it feels. You just get that that yeah. first big laugh from people, you're like fuck. Yeah. Oh, that felt good. Right. It felt better for you to see them laugh at you than it did for any of them to be laughing. And laughing feels great. Right. But it felt better for you, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The validation. There's nothing that, I don't think there's anything like it, man. Yeah. The instant validation, the instant gratification. It's, yeah. And it is. It's, it's, and it's reactionary. People can't do anything about it. They either laugh or they don't because of what it makes them feel on the inside. And that's very instinctual. Yeah, and even the bad times, it's that it's you're still like feels good. Even even yeah. Mama doesn't it? Well, I mean, dude, you've been you felt like I don't know. It takes you out of the moment, man. Even you're sure. depressed or anything, it whatever it is, you're like there's a lot going on in your head when you get on stage. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's nerve wracking, like, so you do kind of forget about the other bullshit that's exactly. dragging you down. But it's also it's it's all in it's all. Uh, in, uh, what's I don't know, but oh, it takes yeah, it takes all your mental energy to do it in that moment, <laughs> yeah, it does. And, and or ultimately you know it's small potatoes and it doesn't matter, right? But well, I mean I wouldn't say it doesn't matter, but it's just it's like five minutes, but it is a whirlwind. It's like it's like riding a bull for five minutes, right? You know when you're especially when you're first starting, it's just like I gotta survive this next five minutes. I gotta right. and survive meaning don't fuck up don't lose don't right. say some ill shit don't, right don't forget your don't shit don't say the n-word don't say the n-word <laughs> don't say the f-word don't say <laughs> well I've, I've i've never said the n-word on stage uh i like that i had to throw that on stage no <laughs> you said that no <laughs> no i know but no, yeah that's I've sort never of like said yeah. that. and i certainly uh and i don't subscribe to the don't say fuck on stage so i just won't do that show yeah but I know, no, that, you know, I know what you're saying. It's that, um, yeah, it's that ability 
to leave your body, leave the problems behind. And a lot of people don't do stand-up, and the reason being is because... It's too they, revealing of yourself, a lot of people. And the good stuff is, that's me. Yeah, it's but it's... They don't do it because everything's fine. They don't need that added pressure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't need yeah. that pressure in their life. They don't. It doesn't matter to them. They're like, right. oh, why would I do that? I don't want to add that more stress into my life. Yeah. But for you at that moment, you're like, I need, in a, better, a way... A bigger stress. <laughs> yeah, dude. You need a bigger problem to solve the... Or yeah. like a more immediate problem, more immediate, uh, pro- let's call it a problem, yeah. to distract you from your sure. larger problem, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, and you, you ask, when did it feel better? Well, there's, <laughs> that's certainly a, a, a leveled response because you know, you, I'm doing stand up, I'm doing stand up, I'm doing stand up. And then, and, you know, you start getting like these really cool gigs. Yeah. Every, every show is cool when you're getting right. asked to do it at the beginning. You know, and even if you're just asked to come out and do five minutes at some bar, it's like, fuck, they thought of me. Right. They want to, that's really rad. Right. Maybe I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Maybe someone thinks that I'm okay. Maybe I'm valuable again. Maybe. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. 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 Maybe I, maybe I am valuable. Right. And cause listen, when that happened to me, I was squashed. You know, I, I right. felt like, obviously like I am a garbage human. Mm-hmm. No one could love me. If this person who said they loved me just burnt me the way they did, I'm just unlovable. Right. It's really hard to get past that. Yeah. But you have to tell, I mean, it's just when you're living in it, you know, anytime you see your friends live in that life, you're like, dude, you're fucking so much better than that. You've got to treat yourself better and know that you're better. But when you're, it's you, man, you can't, you gotta, ultimately you have to, for me, I have to have, you know, I have to have that validation and know that it, I'm, it's, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. I don't need everybody's validation, obviously, but shit, man, you go through your life with nobody on your side. I don't, that's a fucking tough way to work. That's a tough road to, to roll down. Yeah, you need people, man. Shit, yeah. You need people that are going to love you unconditionally. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's just all of them show they start, it starts getting better. And, and, and really, you know, that whole time heals all wounds thing. Yeah. It is true. But you have to allow it. Okay. Right. So you can't wallow too long. Uh, listen, certainly wallow a bit. Yeah. <laughs> for long enough to feel okay. it. You know, I think it's important that you feel these things, but. Uh, don't wallow too long that you you know you don't get past it you're not supposed to live in that that pain get yeah. past it you know so um I, I listen to a lot of sermons online and things like that yeah. about you know about self-worth and 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 it got me to a better place and then you know i wake up one day and it's a year and a half later and i've been doing comedy for a little bit now i'm getting you know i Mm-hmm. At this point, I opened up for Cat Williams at US Bank. Yeah, you told me about that. That did not go well. I, I'll give you know. Still a, quite an opportunity. Quite an opportunity. Yeah. Uh, listen, if you're going to get booed off stage, I think five thousand people unanimously booing you yeah. is probably the way to do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I haven't been booed since yet, but I'm not asking for it. But still, it's just. 5,000 people in agreement. Get that fucker off the stage. It still has to be better. It's still like, it's still in your brain, though. Has to be like, I felt worse. Yeah, fuck yeah. You Honestly, know? at the time, I was like, like, okay, well. Yeah. See ya. Right. I've been here. Yeah. I've been, it's been oh. dark before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. rejection? Yeah. Oh, hello, old friend. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's I'm familiar in, with this now. Right, and you're nothing to be afraid of, you know. Right, so... But then, you know, and I opened up at Go Bananas a couple, like a month after that or something like that. And it was just like, things are, I'm being validated as, as being a comedian. I'm mm-hmm. being validated as now I'm accepted in this community of people that I've been trying to, you know, befriend right. for some time. And certainly some nuts were tougher to crack than others. Yep. And there's people that I'm still to this day, not friends with, but not people that are here right now doing like, really, I'm, I'm I feel like I'm cool with everybody in our scene. Mm-hmm. I certainly want the best for everybody in our scene. Yeah. You know, I think that stand-up comedy as a whole, uh, there's still a lot of people that don't watch it, that yeah. don't appreciate it. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me because who doesn't love to laugh? That's, you know, so that's, I like, uh, there was just guys that were above me, you know, above me when I first started that aren't really here now that just never gave me the time of day and validated me as a human, really. But yeah, so you know, at this point, I'm fuck them. I don't need yeah. them. I don't need their support. I don't need their friendship, obviously, because right. they were not going to be good friends to me in the first place. Yeah. So, whatever. You know, I don't. 
I don't need anything from them. It's fine. I got my own, you know, and, and you know, it's not like I, it's not like I felt that way from the get go. I, you know, but now I'm just like, I don't need their support or their friendship if they don't want to give it. That's fine. Yeah, you have your self worth. I do. You already know. There's you're some like, there. Yeah. Still. You feel like I know who I am. I like who I am. If what's his face or anyone that, I mean, that's really what it comes down to is believing in yourself, knowing you're good. And if someone, well, so you, that's just, that's very, very new. Like that's very recent in the last right. six months recent. That's so you ask me when did it start getting better? Maybe yeah. that's the answer in the last six months. Because mm-hmm. I'm still have dreams about all that shit. Yeah. You know, that's have you, I'm sorry, have you been watching Westworld by chance? I don't. I haven't seen okay. it. I'm going well, to. Okay, so I won't really right, so don't spoil it for I'm not me gonna spoil it for you. All hundred of my listeners, man. Okay. I don't wanna spoil anything for you, but I will say that there's what they call like a cornerstone in these peop in these robots story. And they're in there, and that's so my cornerstone really for my life that I'm living right now. It's 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 that that big bang that that divorce, yeah. That all that who I am now was born out of, right? And uh, you know, it's I I had to experience that I feel like to mm-hmm. be prepared for the life I'm living now, and I'm a much better person. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily. I don't know that I'm a stronger person necessarily because I feel like I'm, you know, I'm very fragile still emotionally i'm easy to break to for me to break apart but the thing is though man i feel like you're only describing yourself as previously stronger because you were unaware of your own weaknesses that's probably true do you know what i mean yeah that's probably true i was probably all always a pussy i just <laughs> wasn't yeah. presented oh, to we're me all light. pussies but when like a light <laughs> is shined on your most like yeah, the things you're insecure about, it's like, oh man, I do not know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in myself. Yeah, that's exactly what it turned into. Yeah, man. And and you know, it really, and what what I found out about myself, or one of the things I found out about myself through all of this is is one of my biggest fears, and maybe my biggest fear. Yeah, is the fear of rejection, and I fucking yeah. face that every time I get on that stage. Yeah. So maybe it's maybe it's that too. That's a, that's a need for me too. Is to constantly be staring that fear in the face, to find out, to to know that it's not going to kill me. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that. Remember that Home Alone movie where Kevin's afraid of the the furnace in the Alone. basement? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've heard. I'm of not Home Alone. afraid of you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not afraid yeah, anymore. Man. That it's 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 looking that fear in the face and and to finally realize that you aren't afraid of it anymore. That it isn't going to kill you. It's not going to overtake you. Um, because, you know, I, I, had to, I had to learn that, obviously, the hard way. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's in, um, it's in a book I always reference, How to Stop Worrying. But it's this uh, one thing. It's an ability to recognize the worst possible scenario of that thing you're afraid of. What is? What are you truly? What is the, the situation you are going to find yourself in that you're dreading? Mm-hmm. Come to terms with it get into your head and come to terms with like, this could be the reality and it gets better. Cause you're yeah. like, I've come to terms with the fact that what I'm afraid of, let's make it simple, go on stage and eat shit. People boo. Okay. Come to terms with that. That happens. Mm-hmm. What if this happens? You get to that and you're like, Oh, turns you out. You still wake up the next day. You still do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's absolutely true. It's all that, it's all that matters. But in, in, in your case, like you, Worst case scenario, you were there, man. You're so much stronger now. You know what's dude. crazy, dude, is I didn't even know that was the worst case scenario. How could you, know you I mean? not? I could not. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, if you asked me before all that shit went down, what's the worst case scenario? I would have never thought any of that was possible, dude. I believed in these people. Yeah, I believed in in good. You know, I believed in you know, and, and you I still described, do, but yeah. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't have believed that that would have happened. You would have described a much better worst case scenario. <laughs> exactly, right? a much more tolerable worst case scenario. Yeah, it can Damn. always be worse, but it'll always get better. You know, yeah. it's. I'm very much happy with where I'm at now, right. and things keep continuing to get better. The trajectory is pretty rad. Yeah. So. You know, but maybe I am stronger now. Oh, dude, for sure. At least I know that it won't kill me. Yeah. Uh, you just, you know, just gotta keep on moving on. Keep on moving on. <laughs> but yeah, then and, and like keep recognize the fact that just because 
you've taken a new direction in life and things may not be the way you thought they were going to be when you're at 40, 50, 60, 30, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be worse. It's just different. Right. I thought I would have, I mean, yeah, so I thought I'd have a kid by now. Yeah. But I don't. Right. It's good that I don't because the life I'm living isn't really conducive to having a child. But that's, but it's weird. I didn't ever want kids. Now it's like, I'm, I'm an older guy. I'm, yeah, I'm fucking really, I know I want it. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, kids. Sure. I'd yeah. like a little, little Bambino, a little likeness of myself. Yeah, man. Little bearded bastard running around with yeah. no pants on. You know what I mean? Man, I don't think <laughs> the world's ready, dude. I don't think they are. Either. Yeah. Dude. But yeah, that's your dude. If that's what you're, you know, but I'm in a, I'm in a better place. Then I can be that person that a, a young a child's gonna need too. Yeah, man. Everybody has to grow up, and I'm, I've done a lot of that here in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um. So let's say let's. I think that that's really kind of where. And, and you know, you've so if, if you see me do, uh, like a host weekend, mm-hmm. typically I'll do that divorce bit because it's just about. So I'll do like the whole divorce thing, and then I'll kind of um, I'll like put something in front, maybe something at the end of it. Sometimes I don't even put anything in the end of it because it gets me to about the 12-minute mark to 15-minute mark where you're, yeah. for your host set. And it's um, it's, it's some of my oldest stuff. It's my, you know, some of my best stuff. It's, it's certainly honest. Right. Um, I, I love being honest. You know, I, mm-hmm. I think it's important. I th- I've told people that when I'm up on stage doing stand-up, it's like I'm a... a, a a blown up version of myself, of myself, kind of oh, like yeah. Larry David and curb your enthusiasm. Right. That's, and, and he said the same thing is like, that's who I really am. That's this, this yeah. maniac. That's because when you, you've seen me do comedy, I mean, right. you know, it's not something that you'd take your grandmother to see, but right. I'm letting that a lot of jizz. There's a lot of that. A lot of jizz <laughs> on a good night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> on a good night. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what I find to be funny. So when I'm a, when I'm up there, I, I, I just take the liberty to to do what I want. And, you know, I hear it's not lost on me that people go, oh, he's too dirty. He's too dirty. He's mm-hmm. too dirty. Well, fine. If I'm too dirty for your show, that's fine. I'm not asking you to do anything. Right. But the people that were in the audience just now had a good time. Right. Because if they didn't, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Right? right. It's not like I'm unaware of what. But if it's going well, the fuck do I care what your opinion of it is? Yeah. I'm not here for you. I'm here to, to do a show. To do to, to to get the same thing out of this that you get out of it for yourself, you stingy bastard. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I, I do what I do. You do what you do. That's fine. And I, and I and I love you for it. But I don't I don't really need your opinion on what I'm to this or to that. I'm. You know, it's I, I've had some success doing this. I I'm not yeah. a household name. I'm not, and you probably won't see me on TV doing the act that I do. But I've been doing this for four and a half years. It's not a long time. Uh-huh. And this is what I do now. Yeah. Just let me do my thing and I'll develop as I should. Yeah, because it does, like, that's what's cool about stand-up. It gives you the ability to, there's no one, you're not talking to anyone. There's no pretense anywhere. So you can just go up and then let everything out and be mm-hmm. your true your true self because there's no social context. That's right. And, yeah. yeah, it's absolutely true. And there's no rules to this shit. Yeah. If the audience doesn't like you, you will change it or you won't be around long. Yeah. Now, so I don't really need, I don't really care what your opinion is of it. If you don't like it, then that's fine. Yeah. If they did, that's what I worry about is the people in the seats that came to see the comedy show. I don't, right. I don't, I don't fucking, I love, I love everybody, but I don't really, I, I'm, I don't really care if you don't like my, what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's what I do up there. It's not everything that I am as a person either. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, don't, I guess I'm projecting now. <laughs> no, I get that. But it's that, I don't know. It's the vulnerability. It's the truth. I think a lot of who you were before your transformation, mm-hmm. there's a lot of built up things in your head that you're not even aware of. You don't know how sure. scared of everything you are, how insecure you are you don't know how much of your own self-esteem is built upon the woman you love validating you yeah or your friends having buddies you have no right. idea yeah you don't know any of that stuff all right yeah. so but what stand-up does it gives you the and usually people do it at that point in their life where they're like they they think i i, I can go up and i can be vulnerable and i can tell people how i feel 
and it also gives people the ability to be like, whoa, I'm the same way. I'm so insecure, and maybe right. that's okay. Yeah. Maybe that's all right. Maybe that's, <laughs> that's just okay. the human experience. Yeah, man. I mean, and ultimately, I think a lot of us are afraid of the same things. And it's, oh. It, it is that. Absolutely, man. Yeah. We all, like you said, what was your rejection? Yeah, fear of rejection. Hell man. yeah, everyone. But shit, we, like I said, we face that. And, and really, not just you and I doing stand-up, everybody faces the fear of rejection every oh, day yeah. walking out of the house. Absolutely. It just is what it is. Yeah. It, 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 but that's life. You take risks. Yeah. Your yeah. life is rejection. Life is trying and failing. Right. Because, yeah, because what's acceptance without a little rejection, I guess? Yeah. It makes it all worthwhile and much more beautiful. But, yeah, like sometimes it, there's a, you know, like I said, I, I got, uh, you know, a relationship with God out of that. Mm-hmm. That's that's important to me. And and most, you know, I, and I get where people would, would certainly watch my act on stage. They're like, that's not, that's, 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 not Christian. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. No, and yeah. well, that's, well, you know, that's another thing too. It's like, I'm not, I don't want, I'm, I'm not the face of Christianity. I get that. You know what I mean? But I have my beliefs and it's what I believe and I'm allowed. You don't want to be that. the face of Christianity. No. You don't I don't want to be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, 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 I'm also. Jesus about, is ashamed to be the face of Christianity. <laughs> And I really mean that. <laughs> you might need to get people that have on a tarnished That's his funny. brand really badly. Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, it's recorded, oh. so oh, well, it's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know what's funny? I just got to this the other day. I, where were we? I, I think I was in Go Bananas, and I walked into McLeavy's after the show, and it was it was a weekend. It was last weekend. Band's playing. And they're playing Joe Cocker, Get By With A Little Help From My Friends. Mm-hmm. That is the song that my ex-wife and I danced to with our wedding party at our wedding. Get yeah. by with a little help from my friends. One of those guys is who she left me for. A little more help than I was looking for, buddy. Oh, my gosh. A little more help than I was looking for. That is such a, like, it's a funny joke, but it had to come from <laughs> such a dark reality, man. Like, I, I didn't think about it until, like, last week. I was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? Yeah. Wow. That's going to the stage. I really don't talk about the divorce much outside of what it already is already there. Right, what's uh, out there, yeah. And I might build on that stuff a little bit here and there. Like, I kind of am trying to add this new stuff to the, the line I do about crying, because I'm a big softy. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, am I a softy. Yeah. And I was saying, like, I, I, I've always been, you know, a soft guy. Like, I, I would always get a little misty-eyed at weddings, but who mm-hmm. doesn't? That's, yeah. That's okay. But I never, I wasn't ready to be broken down into a sobbing mess picking out someone's wedding card at a Kroger. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't prepared for that. Just standing there in a Kroger aisle picking out Chris Weir's wedding card. I'm just yeah. sobbing. Just big alligator Dude, tears. You are a softy, man. I am, man. I, I wish I could am. cry more. I love love. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, man, it's uh, it certainly is. You don't look like the type of guy that would. No, you know, I don't. I get it. You're a crazy emotional dude, but I know I get it. I, I but uh, you're very open about being a, like. Well, I can't hide like, it. Um, yeah, I can't. Hide yeah, tears are hard to hide. <laughs> yeah. You ever try to talk while you're crying? Yeah, hard. Yeah, sniveling yeah. and shit. Yeah, dude. Oh Christ, man! I can just. I can, That's funny. That that reminds me of your first podcast. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do a lot of crying that's my way it's my brand yeah dude i uh i'll tell you this um it's weird that it's good that we're talking about this now because i'm able to be much more clear uh about that whole situation that mm-hmm. happened it has shaped me it has uh made me who i am and i'm kind of a basket case sometimes emotionally because i'm afraid that what i love might be taken away from me or walk away one day yeah. and, 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 I, and, and I won't see it coming. Right. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't see that coming. Right. So it's, yeah. it's unfortunate that, but it's what you said. That's, it's, that's something I have to come to terms with in every relationship from now on that, that, and really everyone has to, mm-hmm. that is a reality that could happen. Right. It just is. I mean, you, you, but you never know how people are going to react, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but you know, it's worth the risk. I I'm happy to tell right now. Yeah. Check this out. This is and this is like I said. It's good to be able to be talking about this now. Mm-hmm. I found out not long ago, maybe in like the last year. I found out in the, in the last year that the ex-wife and my that friend, my mm-hmm. old best friend, whom you know, I haven't talked to these people since then. They have me blocked on oh, Facebook. Yeah, I don't, but I don't. It's not like I go looking for me. Nope. Yeah. They are now married. 
Mm-hmm. They've they've since been married. It was funny because someone said, "Well, you know, they they got married." Oh, really? No, no. Well, yeah, you know, we looked him up on Facebook, and there was pictures of you know he was in a tux and she was in a wedding dress. I said, well, are you sure that wasn't my wedding? They've been in that that oh. outfit together before. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's weird. Sure, but, but that's weird. There's but, wedding pictures of of yeah. There's two sets of wedding pictures where the yeah, same people <laughs> be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> That's so disgusting. But check this out. In the last month and a half, maybe, I come to find out. No, this didn't last. Yeah, last month. I came to find out they are actually pregnant now. Mm. And I think, she, and from what I understand, I believe she's having twins. So listen, man, you know, maybe it was, uh, maybe that's the perfect love story. It just wasn't mine, which is a line that I heard in How I Met Your Mother, but it could be absolutely be true here. Yeah. You know, maybe they're supposed to be together. Because I certainly wasn't supposed to be with her. And I certainly wasn't supposed to have those people in my life forever because th- this is where I'm at now. Right. I- I'm, I'm, I very much subscribe to I'm not in control, which is hard. I'm, I think anybody, everybody wants control over everything, right? But I, I'm, I'm understanding at least that it's not, I don't know. I'm only in control of what I'm in control of, and I'm certainly not in control of the, of the bigger picture. Yeah. So whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it just is what it is. I had to go through all that to be where I'm at now and happy. Yeah. And like I said, living the best version of my life I could be. You know, she's happy too, obviously. Yeah. So now I'm okay. Yeah. I'm really okay. And it doesn't matter what happens tomorrow. That shit has to be gone it has to be done i can't you know when i when i got divorced it was so much a part it was so much my identity that when i met people for the first time when i was going through all that mm-hmm. it was hi i'm chris nice to meet you. i'm going through a divorce yeah when i yeah. meet people joe hey i'm chris nice to meet you. i'm actually going through a divorce right now why would you tell people that Man, I needed love. Some I needed someone to tell me it was going to be okay. Okay. I don't know. I it, it was just all I could think of. Well, this is who I am now. Right. I'm a divorced guy. It's a it's a gross. Uh, real. It's, it's it's not a good way to to be. It's not a good way to treat yourself. And yeah, you know, I had to get past that. But ugh, really embarrassed how I reacted. No, to a yeah. Lot of things, I mean, that's because your identity was wrapped in being married. Now you're looking for a new identity, and you're like, it was. That's true. Yeah, it wasn't. I yeah. wasn't Chris anymore. I was Chris and her. You know. Yeah. I'm, and I and I say that I'm not going to say their name because I'm not, I'm not going to give them any more airplay yeah. in my life. I'm also not going to continue to bash them. Yeah. It just doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't anymore, matter man. anymore, man. It just doesn't fucking matter. But I'm glad you're here telling the story, though. I'm glad I'm able to tell it to now. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't, what people need to know, I don't know. I mean, it's, <laughs> all this shit is possible to anybody. Yeah. It just, the best thing you can do is be as good as you can be to people in your life and hopefully it isn't taken advantage of. But make peace with the fact that it might be. Yeah. Just be Yeah, just keep doing it, man. Can't be a piece of shit because someone's a piece of shit to you. That's right. Pay forward the good stuff, not the bad stuff. Exactly. Yeah. All right, man. Well, plug your shit, dog. Well, look, I got like, I when's this thing gonna drop? drop, drop, drop. Uh, it's gonna drizz up on Monday. Oh man, look yeah. at you, dude. Running a tight ship over here. Yeah, dude. Um, so I am going to be well this coming Thursday. Then I'll be hosting my bi-weekly open mic at Max Pizza Pub in yeah, Main Strauss down in Covington. Hang out. Yeah, I'll start at 10. It's been a good one, man. And Max, boy, have you have you gotten to have some of the pizza yet? It's fantastic. It's good. Pizza, pizza. Yeah, well, I guess, but it's, this is some good sauce, It's man. good pizza. It's good sauce. Sauce is key. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, yeah, so we'll, we'll be there at 10 o'clock. Come get some sauce. Come get some sauce. On the 13th, I'm up in Dayton, like the Kettering area at Cat's Lounge, uh, doing a show with some folks that I was in a movie with up there um, called... Uh, Finding Eddie. Uh, my buddy Corey Mintz put that movie together. So we're going to do a comedy show there with some of the cast. Jay Snyder's going to close that one out. Hilarious cat. Do you, do you know Jay? I don't. Oh, man. I mean, I'm familiar with him, but we yeah. haven't met. Yeah. Have you seen him do comedy at all? No. Man, he's a he's a killer. All right. He's a lot like me. He's a, but no, he's, no, he's not. No, he's just, he's... <laughs> he's a killer like he's you. A, no, no, I mean, no, like, he's kind of, he's a little bit, yeah. he's a little bit raunchy, but... Okay. He's just a lovable guy, man. You want him, to, you, know, you want him the best for him. Cool. Um, next weekend or that 
that coming weekend, that 15th through the 18th, I'll be at Funny Bone Liberty Center opening for Ryan Hamilton. Do you know who that is? He's a really yeah. funny guy. Yeah. I was When I was up there last weekend, they were running, um, before every show, they'd show like a little bit, a little clip from some of the people that were coming up, and they had Ryan up there. He was, I was like, damn, that dude's funny. I'm going to really enjoy working with him. Yeah, it'll be awesome. Man. Yeah, he just constantly looks like he's thrilled to be alive. <laughs> he's like, I, yeah. I feel okay. I don't... <laughs> Um, so that's that weekend. And then uh, Christmas weekend, man. And I don't know exactly the dates just yet about when that's going to be, but I think it's probably going to be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll be featuring for Gabe Kia, uh, one of our local favorites here. And Hi. Andrew Rudick opening up that show. It's going to be Both a real barn the podcast. Burner. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. A, couple, a couple of my favorite people. Yeah, man. man. And then on the thing on the 27th, I'll be down in Lexington closing out a show down there for my buddy Tony Manuel. Hell, yeah. Taking Anna with me for that one. Nice. Yeah, man, that girl's really, really funny. I and Maz has also been on the podcast. Yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah. She's, a, she's a real hoot, that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this That's has me, been... man. I appreciate you letting me come over yeah, and of course, uh, man. tell my story. Oh, thank you for telling it. Absolutely, man. All right. Let's, uh, let's end this bitch. All right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Later.